Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about a PvE-only gambit. Is this a good solution or an idea they could add? If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, I'm probably live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Uh, if I'm not live, you can follow the channel. If you're watching on YouTube, hitting that like and subscribe button helps me out. Now, why am I talking about a PvE-only gambit? I've talked about gambit a lot. I've talked about different things they could do. I might do another video where I just collate all the ideas we've come up with. Paul Tassie, who is now one of the co-hosts on the Rageous Roundtable, we do that show every Monday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, by the way, right on my Twitch channel, if you want to catch those, or keep watching them on YouTube when they hit. He's he's joined the Rageous Roundtable, but I also like reading his articles, and he wrote an article about, you know, Buddy should consider doing a PvE-only Gambit. Now, the, the impetus in his idea wasn't just like, I don't like Gambit, it was, you've made Gambit free, there's a bunch of new players, we got a lot of new players that are going to hit with new light, this game mode is still in some respects very unwelcoming to a certain extent the strategies how to play it when to bank when not to bank you know when and how to invade you know envoy strategy and all the rest it's not a super accessible game mode to a brand new player especially somebody brand new to destiny and his mindset was just do a pve only it would be like and as he said a lot of people are going to criticize it and say it's gambit for babies now Ultimately, my position is probably going to surprise you. I don't think that this is probably a good idea, even though I would probably play it way more and maybe even enjoy it. I don't think they should do this, and I'm going to give you my reasoning. So first, I'm going to talk about it's free. I do want to talk about his reasoning and why they may want to consider doing some things to Gambit, given that they have made it free. It's attached to Solstice of Heroes, and New Light is on the horizon. Second, I want to talk about how this causes a playlist problem. The playlist problem is something that we know happens in PvP games a lot when you divide the player base up too much. And then lastly, I want to talk about the design problem. So there's a playlist problem and a design problem with instituting a game mode like this. But let's just kind of walk through the idea that, you know, Gambit is free and so is New Light. Like this this is going to be maybe a potential problem for brand new players. I totally get that a free game mode shouldn't be this, this extreme. Right? When you think of really, really extreme and hard competitive game modes, you think of things like Trials, you think of like ranked playlists and some of the other games that are out there. It's not something that's like a touchstone entry point into the game. If Gambit kind of becomes that for people, they're like, oh, it's a game mode that's free. I'm going to try this out. It's a game that kind of mixes both worlds. It's a pretty unwelcoming, pretty hardcore, pretty sweaty I would argue even maybe even an unfun game mode, and I think the, the, the player base generally agrees with me here. A, a, mon- a minority of the player base engages with Gambit on a regular basis. More people play Crucible, and even more people play the rest of PvE. Also, the other thing to consider here is the strats aren't even super apparent, and the flow seems kind of odd. The strategies are confusing. Because if you're playing Gambit Prime, you don't bank until 25. If you play regular Gambit, you should just bank every time you have enough for a blocker. Generally, you're just racing to 25. It doesn't matter when you bank. Banking early as long as you're banking moats. Now, a lot of people go in and get confused. Maybe they grab a bounty from the Drifter that's like, get 15, and then they're trying to get 15. A lot of people would say, if you're really, really going for the sweaty, you know, most effective strategy, don't do that. So even the strategies aren't super apparent to a brand new player who comes in is like, I'm going to test this game mode out. And the other threat of this, and I think this is mainly, you know, why this really put this on Paul's radar, and I've definitely gotten a lot of complaints too. When I made my video about Gambit, whenever I was tweeting about, I'm sorry, not Gambit, my video about Solstice, and I was tweeting about Solstice, one of the number one complaints I was getting from people was, I just don't like the fact that I have to play Gambit. 
a lot of people, we gotta consider this, a lot of people are just trying to get X number of games done. They don't care. They don't want to play Gambit. They don't want to be in there. And this is another reason why Paul's like, dude, a PvE-only Gambit would be really, really nice. Like, man, if I'm just trying to crank out 10 games, you know, let's just do this. Now, everything I just said is precisely why they can't do it. It would create a playlist problem. Okay, that's the second part of the talk. Splitting up the player pool is just dangerous and wouldn't really do a good job. Truth be told, PvE Gambit would probably end up funneling most of the player base there. If you have to do Gambit for uh, a milestone, if you have to do Gambit for Souls of Heroes or anything like that, everybody would go into the PvE-only Gambit. You would murder the other playlists. I'm not saying that the other playlists are in the best of shape right now, but you don't want to basically make it impossible for people who do really enjoy playing regular Gambit. And here's my thought on this, okay? I don't like the milestone system, but the milestone system can always serve a good purpose. I do think it needs to be completely restructured and retooled, but it does help funnel people into activities they wouldn't or, you know, ordinarily go into. So I would say if they retool milestones to continue to kind of do that, but to get more player volition, again, people that actually do enjoy Gambit or Gambit Prime are getting people sort of funneled in there. PvE Gambit, I think, wouldn't just siphon off players from the general population. I think it would siphon off players who are right now playing Gambit on a decent amount. Maybe you play every couple of days. Maybe you do your milestone. Maybe you do some bounties in there. I think it would siphon players out of that player pool because they would say, I want to do this instead. Imagine if you went to the Vanguard Hopper and you've got daily missions, you've got strikes, and you've got nightfalls. Imagine if they put something in there that had way better drop rates, you could burn through the strikes faster, and they were more fun. Well, in doing so, you would starve the other hoppers. Like, way less people would be going into strikes, nightfalls, and dailies than already now, and the same exact thing would happen in Gambit. Those wishing to play Gambit or Gambit Prime would basically be out of luck. And I'm not necessarily trying to do that. I think a lot of the times when this subject has come up, people think I'm just trying to like hack away at the game, get rid of it, take it out. I, I truly think in its current state, it's in it's in bad shape. And that's why I want to do another video sort of collating all of our ideas. We had ideas about invading with a relic. We've had ideas about invasion completely changing. We'd have had ideas about a timer dictating when you can invade, how to retool the boss fight, how to retool how bosses are burned, the boss's health bar. There's a lot of things that we've outlined and thought through that could in turn make the game mode better. I would rather not punt because free gambit and then a PvE-only gambit feels a little bit like a punt. Instead of retooling the game mode to make it better, both for those of us that are like, well, we see the potential, but we don't really enjoy it, but to also make it better for the people that are in there, I think would be a much better response. Lastly, let's talk about the design problem. We have to be honest about something here. Gambit as a game mode almost needs invasion to work and i know you hear me saying that like dude you have complained about invasion the most you've criticized invasion more than anybody why would you say invasion needs to stay i do sort of resonate with the people that have disagreed with me and put comments on my youtube videos that have been like lono if you take out invasion it's not going to be gambit anymore it's just going to be some pve game mode it's just going to be blind well like who can do blind well the fastest while I do think there's a place for that type of PvP in the game where you're not shooting each other, you're doing, like this morning, somebody said, like a boss rush. You're trying to do a boss rush. You're trying to melt faster than everybody else. You're trying to do something. You would obviously have to add a little bit of mechanics and some finesse, so it's literally not just like standing in a well and dumping ammo. Like, who can do that the fastest? Who can get the most, you know, the quickest burn? It would need to be a little bit more complicated than that. But, 
I do think at a ground level, you really, really murder and kill Gambit's identity if you take out Invasion. That's why when I've addressed Gambit before, I've not said remove it completely. There have been a lot of people that said it's the number one problem with Gambit. It's the thing I hate the most. Just get rid of Invasion entirely. I think that that's a problem. Now, a glorified blocker Tetris where you're just sending blockers back and forth, I think it might actually end up being better and more fun and I would probably play it, but I think it would hurt Gambit's identity. I think I think a, a glorified Tetris where you're sending over blockers and maybe the, the blockers you send add buffs and debuffs to you or the opposing team. So there's a there's a risk reward element. If you send a really big blocker, maybe there's a debuff that happens to your team or something. A glorified version of Tetris where you're playing against another team and you're sending over blockers and you're doing things to them that are dictated by how many modes you bank or different things that you do. Maybe there's objectives or many bosses or orbs slams and different things you can do on your side that turns it into a bit of more of a back and forth where there is no invasion I have to agree that would be really fun and I would really enjoy that and I would probably play that way more but at the end of the day I have to be honest and say that would really hurt Gambit's identity there are people that like it this would be a bad pivot for Gambit it would be a giant shift away from the identity of the game mode maybe they can take that information and come up with a whole new game mode off to the side again when we look at the game of Gambit right now, whether you're playing in the normal or the prime version, some of the main issues with the game itself are fundamental design flaws with certain items. I think right now people are complaining about truth, you know, in Hammerhead, there are certain ways that when you invade certain items that are just like the go-to. And I do think we would benefit more as a community, the game would benefit more, and Bungie would benefit like as kind of like winning some goodwill and some confidence from us to really, really take the game mode beyond where it is instead of just punting and doing PvE only or just stripping invasion out of the game and turning it into a glorified block or Tetris. I really think I I want to do a collated video with all of our ideas. I think the community has come up with really good suggestions on how to bring Gambit forward. I don't want to set Gambit back or dilute its identity and take it from people that enjoy it, and that's why I'm not in favor of a PvE-only Gambit. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, Q&A is about to follow, so stick around. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about PVE-only Gambit. I wasn't arguing for it. I was actually saying I don't think it's a good idea. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching it on YouTube, you probably catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. If I'm not live, you can follow the channel. If you're watching on YouTube, you can also hit like and subscribe. That helps me out. So let's jump right into the questions. Zelfin, if we go to PvE-only Gambit, how will ban- balancing take effect to replace mechanics such as invading and, by extension, denying moats and healing the primeval, let alone secondary effects such as distracting uh, from DPS? Right, like, ultimately, I think you're getting at what I kind of ended with in the talk, right? Is if they were to do this, it just totally dissolves a lot of the identity of Gambit. There would be a lot of things that would also have to come with it. I happen to think that if they completely change the nature of invasion... I think that would be better. Changing the what, like what you do when you invade. You're you're still a good distraction. You could slow the other team down. I think that's a better way for them to focus their attention. Whether they go with the relic route, like we talked about, because then you don't have to worry about weapons getting nerfed. Um, and then each relic could have its own overshield and level of wall hacks that could be tweaked. How much, how, how extreme should your wall hacks be? How extreme should your overshield be? Would be dependent upon which of the three relics that you choose when you invade. 
<clears throat> a timer so invading is not as often and more predictable so teams can be more empowered to make smart decisions with banking their moats and there's good risk reward if you want to be risky and risk the invader coming in you know maybe having the invader come over and not kill anybody at all he has a job to do when he's over there and you're supposed to try to stop him again I think that would be other ways of making Gambit better instead of I think it's a bit of a punt I think Paul's got great ideas and I genuinely, generally, I agree with him. Like I said in my talk, I would probably play a glorified Gambit Tetris where you're just sending invaders and maybe you're getting buffs and debuffs according to what blockers you send. Like, I would probably play that. So I tend to agree with him. Yeah, that sounds really great. But I don't think it's the right call. I don't think that's what they should do to Gambit. So, Eknor with the next question. Do you think Bungie needs to fix long-term issues with these pinnacle activities like updating loot because with new season old activities become irrelevant so making pve only gambit will not work if there's no incentive ep blindwell reckoning and menagerie will become irrelevant with the next season i get a lot of flack for this but i'm one of the strongest proponents in the community for a repurposing of old content always whether you update the loot add new loot something should be done with old content now what you're saying is it wouldn't really matter there's no incentive the main reason people are going into gamut right now right is for the solstice armor that's why complaints are on the rise because people who don't ordinarily play gambit are going in there and they're being reminded about why they don't play gambit and i think in this in this situation i think it's okay for people to kind of go in take their lumps and then be like i still don't like gambit i think that's fine because people that like it shouldn't have their game mode completely upended because a bunch of us that never really touch it like imagine me never really engaging with rumble and then i go in there and have a couple bad games and i'm like well they need to completely change rumble and overhaul it right well people that love rumble in its current state which i don't know if there are people that love rumble in its current state but i played one (coughs) excuse me i played one game today for a milestone i didn't find it to be that bad so, but that you can see the point, though. There are people who may enjoy Rumble and not want it to be completely changed. In that same line of thinking, there is—I dropped my coffee. There is a good portion of the people that you know in the community that do play Gambit on a regular basis. My coffee mug—I kid you not—bounced and was standing upright. I'm a Jedi, so I don't want to take Gambit away from them, and I don't want to murder the playlist because I do think if you went with PVE only, you'd murder the playlist. Almost everybody would siphon over. You would starve normal Gambit and Gambit Prime if you came out with a, excuse me, a PVE-only Gambit. Rusty. Gambit wouldn't be Gambit without invasions. Agree. But I think invasions need to be toned down. 30 seconds is pretty long. The overshield, power ammo, radar, etc. Give the invader a lot of power. How would you modify the powers of invasion to make it less impactful? We've gone round and round on this in other videos. I think at a ground level, something that also needs looked at is the perks from the... For the perks from the armor, right? When you play against somebody who invades and immediately locks your bank and you're getting moat drain it just again there's too much snow on the snowball not only do they have blockers that are draining you and they're invading they're also locking your bank and draining your moats it's everything it's it's a it's a quadruple whammy right it's like oh my gosh every single thing that could be going wrong is going wrong why because a guy jumped through a portal and some people held down the x button it's like you killed ads and you banked moats 
and then you invaded with the full armor set and that's all you need to do to add a ridiculous amount of pain to the opposing team there's a handful of things that need looked at I mean I said at the end of my video going with a relic system would allow them to not nerf weapons because then they could just adjust the relics accordingly I think they could do a melee relic a sniper relic and an explosive relic there's three of them and they should just sort of be in front of the gate whenever you grab one you could you jump through the gate it's worthless to you it doesn't work until you jump through and then they could tweak them you know the sniper relic would give you a lot of overshield and like a rhythmic or infrequent wall hack. The melee relic would give you a ton of overshield and a lot of wall hacks because you'd really need that to kind of stay alive and navigate the landscape. The explosive one would be like your mid-tier just kind of garden variety. Decent amount of overshield, decent amount of wall hack. You know, you got to get kind of close, land some good shots on people. That could be a good way to make invasion feel more like, oh, hey, you know, you're you're invading and it's a certain type of invasion and if they feel like a certain type of invasion is too strong they would just tweak the relic or a certain type of invasion is too weak they would tweak the relic instead of messing with our weapons so that's a place they could start the other thing I could think they could do with invasion is instead of it feeling like first invade gets a humongous advantage you could say you got two minutes that timer is counting down in the corner two minutes to invasion and everybody knows you better get your moats and bank them but you'd also have that incentive to, to, to stack your moats and to keep your moats maybe if you bank them after an invasion there's like a multiplier if you're holding on to 10 and you know guys if you protect me we can bank and get a multiplier this can count for 20 right you create more of a back and forth risk reward system instead of bank 25 first invade steamroll these suckers snowball these suckers you know like there could be a better risk reward with invasion a timer could do that you see that timer counting down you know unquestionably ding ding 30 seconds ding ding 20 seconds we better start banking he's gonna come over no 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 no. you guys protect me you guys go on the offense here i'm gonna hold on to these 15 if i hold on to these 15 and we bank with the multiplier that's gonna really really give us a big lead that's a great risk reward system now in execution it might not be that great because you could just hide and then everybody murders the invader and then you bank and you get this huge payout the other team could do the exact same thing that would still make invasion a threat that would still make invasion part and parcel to gambit but it would change just how overwhelmingly influential it does seem to be to get that first to 25 invade archangel sticks fever dream idea gamut is played on a shared map with the big shield and invasion just brings down the shield and allows both teams to fire at each other and sending blockers over sends them to a center platform where they fight each other would this be stupid or maybe interesting as an idea it sounds like some kind of weird glorified version of dodgeball like i don't necessarily know if this would lay out this would play out really really well i mean obviously when that wall's coming down you would be dealing with a lot of the same a lot of the same notorious items truth you know people that you know have really good snipers queen breakers when it was at its at its peak i don't know if see what you're doing it sounds to me like you're creating a new game mode that's, this is similar to Gambit, but you're creating a new game mode. We're always on the same map. You can always see each other. The ads are fighting each other. Like, that's that's RNG, isn't it? Like, obviously a stronger ad might do better. Like, if you send over a couple of 
you know, goblins and I send over an ogre, well, then my ogre should win, right? It's like a chess game at that point. But again, I don't know if Bungie has the AI finesse to even make sure they honor that. It could just come down to RNG where your goblins are shooting better than mine and your your goblins win the fight. There, there could be a, l- a layer of that that wouldn't really, I don't think, play out really well. I don't dislike what you're saying. I just don't think that's where we need to go. That, that again, sounds like a whole new game mode. I'm trying to work within the existing game mode. I mean, I'm literally, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm literally pushing back against an idea that I would probably enjoy. I would probably enjoy a PvE-only gambit. And even even still, I don't think it's a good call. I don't think they should do it. sci Man. Thoughts on special events where the invasion portal is disabled for like a weekend or a whole week? I mean, they could experiment. They could say, hey, guys, this weekend is called, is, we're, we're calling this weekend a Gambit, uh, the Drifter's Gentleman Agreement or something. Um, where, no, you can't invade. And just to see how the game would go. I don't I don't know. I, I, I don't know. That, that could be cool. Um, and maybe tons of people would flock to Gambit to be like, dude, I'm going to try it out. I hate invasion. Holy frick. Just to, just to play, they could work on... Yeah, when a quest becomes impossible or when a quest gets unlocked, people are like, oh, I'm working on the quest. I'm going to wait until they do the Drifters the drifters Gentleman Agreement on the weekend. That's what I'm going to play. You know, because then they're just trying to bank moats and complete games. They don't really care and invasions are disabled. That's not a bad idea. That could be a cool way to test it out. Next question from Romanian Czar. At this moment... What do you think would make Gambit a better gaming experience or how could the player base make it better? I enjoy the gameplay. I'm not answering this question. You know why? I just outlined a bunch of ideas on how to make Gambit better and I don't want to restate it all. Dark Skills. Dado seems to think that the availability of heavy ammo is the problem that makes invasion so advantageous. Would you agree with that? Would invasion be better if heavy ammo was adjusted? I mean, they could definitely make it to where... They could definitely make it to where when you invade, if you want heavy, you have to wait, or it costs something. What if it costs five moats to get to get to get heavy, right? So now you're slowing things down a little bit, and you're adding a slight cost to invasion. You know, yeah, you gotta spend you gotta spend five moats if you want that heavy. Bink, and you grab that heavy. I don't know. A lot of these ideas sound good at first, at, you know, right off the cuff, but then in execution, it might make things worse. I don't know. Because if you'd want to limit it still, because you don't want everybody being able to buy heavy for five modes, because that could become problematic. If a team gets the lead, they could basically be like, all right, everybody take five and take your turn going and buying heavy, and then you have a ridiculous amount of heavy when it comes time to melt the boss, more so than they previously had. That could accidentally put more snow on the snowball and that would not be a good move because then you'd have people you know make it's even harder to come back I don't know I would say people are probably getting a lot of heavy ammo from wearing the mods like if you're a really hardcore player you probably gotten those mods the taken armaments and things like that that give you heavy from grenade kills and then you basically always have heavy um 15 modes for heavy and it has a team cooldown. I think 15 is a little bit too much. I mean, if one person's getting heavy for 15, that might be a little bit overboard. In any case, I agree with Datto. I think, I don't know if this is the only problem though. If Datto's trying to s- s- trim it down to say, 
here's the one thing I should set their sights on, and it's heavy ammo. I think he may be he may be getting too narrow. Maybe he's right. I don't know. That just sounds too narrow to me. I think there's more threads to the problem of invasion. Think about it like this: if heavy's not available, I can go over with a sniper right and if i have a full set of armor on i lock your bank and you're getting moat drain and i have a sniper that's that only applies to game at prime sure but i can go over with a sniper get your whole team spooked and freaked out you don't know what i have you don't know what i have i have wall hacks it's not too hard to snipe with a wall hack and then you're all slowed down even if i don't kill a single one of you my team is blasting to the next 50 the next, you know, so I can invade again. So even even if they do that, I think Dado is pulling at one thread of the problem. He's not pulling it like the thread. I agree with him. That is one of one of the parts of it, but that's not the single greatest issue. Uh Ecal the Great. Do you think not playing as a pre-made team is also a problem? Invasion isn't a big deal when you kill fast enough like the truth quest imagine if trials was match made it wouldn't be as loved also did you watch the gambit prime tournament i i caught one of like their their hype moments i i don't think gambit translates into tournament play very well as it currently is um their big hype moment was a boss getting melted it, it was just there was no contest there was no back and forth there was no intensity it was like here comes the melt and within seconds the boss was dead it was just kind of like <clears throat> okay good job you know imagine the real intense in trial the real intense moments in trials coming down to all right here comes the collapse they're dead like yeah they blew them all they blew up the whole team they yeah they had a they had a bomb and they blew up the whole team it wouldn't be nearly as intense right the intensity is difficult to capture because it is just a really fast boss melt you know e-rock with two months welcome back um and you're playing, you know, you're saying playing as a set team is a problem. You're basically saying, should they require you, right? Should they require you to be a pre-made team? I don't think so. Again, the issue here is, is they made it a free game mode, and it's part of quests. So. JD Gamer. Hey, Lono, do you think Bungie should do Gambit like they did with Trials and take it out for a year so they could rework it? I, uh, I don't know if this is the answer, but part of me does feel like they need to take it back to the drawing board and retool it, and I don't know if they can do it. Like, can they retool Gambit with really small updates? I don't know. Are we going to try and argue that Gambit is in such bad shape that it needs to be taken out for an entire year? I don't know. I don't know if you can argue that Gambit is so bad it needs taken out for a year. I'm hesitant to co-sign with that. I'm hesitant to co-sign with that. Number one, there's a portion of the player base that logs in and plays every day. Number two, I do think that over time they could make small adjustments. And I also think um, I also think that those small adjustments need to be almost immediately responded to by the by the player base. Anakin Starkiller with 30 months, welcome back. You know, you make those small adjustments, you need us to be interacting with them and giving feedback. The big risk would be they'd go back to the drawing board, come back a year later, 
hey, we've made all these massive changes. And in a week, people are like, yep, yeah, here's a bunch of things that are wrong with it. Everybody's running this build. Everybody's doing this thing. Everybody's learned that this is the strategy for the boss. Like, it was like when they said, we've come up with ways to prevent you guys from melting the bosses. I remember saying that that, I remember responding. I'm like, that's adorable that they think they're going to stop us from melting bosses. Unless they do immunity phases, it's just, it's adorable. It's like, they didn't succeed. (laughs) The bosses get melted anyway. Just because the boss doesn't immediately spawn and get melted doesn't mean you've kept us from melting. You know, just because people wait for a certain stack to melt, melting is still happening. So, Bumble17, is Gambit broken or is it being ruined by the weapons we have? I'm not sure that Bungie, what Bungie were thinking by bringing the truth back when the community complained about the Queensbreaker having too much aim assist. I mean, I was... I, I don't necessarily know. I mean, because honestly, truth is not showing up in PvE. I didn't even do the quest because you don't need it in PvE. Um, so you're saying, is it broken or is it being ruined by weapons? Imagine right now if invasion was relic based, like I said. It, I still think there's fundamental flaws with Gambit. Like, imagine right now, they put me in charge and we work for six months and we come up with three really tuned, really smart relics. Gameplay, you know, feedback has been really good. These are balanced. But you leave the rest of Gambit alone. You still have the problem of first to invade, causing a huge disruption. You still have the problem in Gambit Prime of if I invade with a full set, I shut your bank, they're draining, you're losing moats, we're racing to the next 50, and we're we're steamrolling past you. Even if you give us the relics and you're like, oh, the weapons aren't the problem anymore, Gambit at its core has, I would say, easily seen design flaws that need adjusted even if you that's why it's like oh it's this it's it's heavy oh it's this it's invasion how often people can invade oh it's weapons are too strong if you try to pluck at one string of this banjo i just don't i don't resonate with what you're saying there's there's there's, there's not enough harmony i'm missing other there's other chords here at play that if you just ignore them you're not going to solve the problem. That's why nerfing Queensbreaker, nerfing Sleeper, did that do anything to make Gambit better? No. Randomizing invasion portals? No. You just made it. E- I mean, you obviously you, you're not getting one shot when you invade now. They can't like camp the you know camp the invasion portals, but you know the invasion spots, the spawn points. So I I don't think I don't think. If you if you get narrow and you try to you try that this is the one thing that needs addressed, it didn't. They've they've done that with numerous things. <clears throat> First it was sleeper, then it was queen breakers. Like sure, nerfing queen breakers was necessary. I don't think nerfing sleeper. I think nerfing sleeper was a complete and utter freaking joke. There was no need to do that. But I think that that proves the problem's greater when you're not actually solving the problem. You're just nerfing weapons. You know. I was playing with a full invader set, killed four with outbreak, <clears throat> so the set is OP as well. You don't even have to get kills for the invader set to be broken. The Pat Puck. What if when you killed an enemy invader, the enemy team lost some moats? Uh, the invader couldn't be as reckless and might have to be more strategic. See, this is what happens is people start to drill down on one specific thing and this doesn't solve it, right? 
because then people would go over snipers and they'd hide and they would just play very very cautious and then even if your team decided to go hunt them down you're not gathering moats they might be moat draining you in prime they might have a full set and they're locking you okay they still might get some kills and they're likely they're likely to benefit from invading first and they're likely to hit 50 before you double invade and now they're probably going to beat you to um to summoning beating you to summoning has an enormous influence over who wins you know the the, the mathematical likelihood of winning is is massively influenced by this so drilling down on one thing like this and be like well let's make it risky to invade if you die the other team gets 10 motes or something or you lose motes or whatever um Again, you would just have people invade and hide then. And then if they have truth or 1k, it isn't hard for them to hide and position themselves to where they can annihilate anybody going for the bank and they're still in a position of power. You're just changing this. You're saying, oh, they can't be reckless. Excuse me. Are they really coming over and being reckless? Are they really coming over and playing stupid? Is that really the problem with invasion or is the problem with invasion they have too many... They have too many tools in their toolbox when they invade Cruxley do you think adding a penalty to invading would help or hurt the situation for example die while invading exactly like the last question we just answered that question we lost Jimmy what if portals teleport a player from each team in a separate interdimensional area where they have to duel one on one winner gets the opponent's moats the thing I don't like about this is that you're yanking somebody out of something that they're doing. So if you have nine moats and you just killed an ad and you're working on grabbing ten and you're going to go bank and you get yanked into some interdimensional battle, I don't like that. It's like, dude, I'm doing something, man. What the frick? What is this? I don't like... I, I outlined ideas like this and then I immediately didn't like them as I heard myself arguing for them. Like, yanking... As soon as invasion happens, you all of a sudden yank somebody out of what they're doing and they're like the bank defender, you know? You get mounted on top and there's a turret on the bank and you, you, you're trying to, like, kill the invader. I just... I don't know if you want to yank people out of what they're doing. Also, if you solo queue... And they pick some clueless dum dum to do it. It's like you're, they're just gonna throw. They're like, oh, what the frick is this? You know, you have to have it initiated by player choice. You know, because as Soul is saying, it could be the issue where you get the person that has no interest in PvP. This th- this idea grates against having your your armor sets, right? People put on armor sets and things they want to do. If you, everybody wants to be the invader, then who gets chosen? If nobody wants to be the invader, who gets chosen? You know what I mean? Uh, Dan the Noob. What if invading costs moats? We just had this one. Nova Hands. Hey, Lono, do you think invader perks should be earned with invasion kills instead of simply the act of invasion? Oh, so like, if I get a double kill, I lock the bank and do triple kill, I get bank depletion only problem with this is is you if you go over and you land a good kill with truth or a sniper you are making the rich get richer so the guy invades everyone kind of stops and slows down he gets a kill that's a loss of moats that person's dead that hurts rhythm and and he gets perks that activate that, that drain or lock the bank I, I think you're given too much my question was way different alright hang on what if invading costed moats? 5 to invade, 10 to invade with a shield, 15 to invade with a shield or a wall hack. Offset one tier, 
if wearing the invader set. Maybe the invader gets super if 15. This is similar though, Dan. Like instead of going over with moats, you're basically saying I gotta spend moats to invade. I, my, my only issue with this is I'm trying to think on the fly here. I'm just trying to think, okay, if I spend five to invade, I could just go over with a shield. But if I want a shield, I don't have a shield. I mean, I need 10 to get the shield, 15 with shield wall hack. The, the only dilemma here is if you make it too costly, you're basically passively invalidating. You're just removing invasion. Imagine trying to invade and win a 1v4 with nothing. No wall hacks and no overshield. It probably wouldn't work. You'd have to be like a go- an absolute god. Now, someone might push back and be like, well, that's how it should be. They have so much power. More than likely, what would happen in this scenario, five to invade, they would come over, hide with a sniper, and it would still have that first invade advantage because you have no idea where they are, so you maybe slow down and look. The rest of their team is racing to 50 if they have a full invader set. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. This doesn't seem like a good solution. I like where your head's at. You're like, well, if you want to invade, it's going to cost you. Um, but I don't I don't know. I think a lot of people would just end up using this to go over and camp and still slow things down. There's a lot of passive power in the hands of the invader. That doesn't take away their passive power. It just makes it costly to go over. JD Turkleton, I would say that the full Notorious Invader perk set is one of the best thought out perks for invaders. To counter, however, in addition to all the Notorious Sentry perks, they could add a, while being invaded, standing in close proximity to the bank keeps an unlock and grants an overshield. This would be in addition to an already granting health regen for Sentry. Um, what are your thoughts on that and would you do anything different? Usually I don't like, you know, elaborate suggestions that say, what are your thoughts? But you did a very good job explaining your suggestion. If I have a full sentry set, I can keep the bank from locking and I have an overshield. So now I'm equal to the invader and I'm canceling some of what he's doing. Um, I think this is a decent solution, but I honestly think if you're going to go the route that you're describing... This needs to be a weekend competitive trial style thing where the only people really going in are full made teams. The real dilemma, okay, the real dilemma with what you're saying is you have playlists that anybody can throw themselves into and it's extremely hard to like really do what you're, what you're asking for. Um, you're totally negating a perk. If you do that, all armor sets need a counter. Right, you're negating the perk, Finn, but the risk would be you gotta stand next to the bank. So if you see the little alert, it's like, bam, 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 like, sentry present, and you're like, oh, really? I mean, that's huge risk-reward, because now I know exactly where you are. I know what the frick you're doing. You're, you're the one that's kind of exposed. You're out in the middle of nowhere. You're next to the bank. I mean, you got to basically be on it, right? You got to be standing on the, like, right next to it, close enough to bank. That's a huge risk for the sentry. I think that's a decent amount of fair trade that, well, if I'm here and I'm counteracting them locking the bank down, I'm likely to get freaking domed, you know? Everyone be a sentry? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. This is why it gets problematic when you start drilling down and trying to solve one problem. 
it's it's reactionary. And then as people in chat are saying, well, everybody would be a sentry. Everybody would just run full sentry gears. And you'd have one person for invade, you know, with their full invade gear. Yeah, possible. If the collector and the, what is it? It's collector, sentry, invader, and... Frick, I forget the other one. They would all need better perks then, too, to really motivate you to want to be on, like, something other than Sentry. You know, a Bubble Titan Sentry? Yeah, yeah, that would that might be too much power. A Reaper, a Reaper. That might be too much power. You have to consider that a well-executed Bubble Titan Sentry is doing a good job if they pull that off, though. Think about it. They gotta keep the bank clean, because if the bank gets multiple blockers on it, you start to get drained. Because these perks don't work in regular Gambit, right? You gotta be in Prime. So, I mean, if the Sentry's doing their job, they're keeping the plate clean, and they're ready to defend, and they put down a bubble, you know, they, they just spent a lot of blood and treasure to keep you from invading. They don't have a super that's offensive. They use their super during an invasion, you know. I don't know. This just gets tough because you're trying to solve one problem when there's a lot of them, I think. Darken now. Instead of having a game where a player invades right after the portal opens, would it be feasible to spawn more enemies that won't drop moats to the other side the longer the portal remains open? Oh, so like if we opt to not invade, we're just dropping a constant flow of enemies? I don't know about this. I mean, this kind of goes back to what's a glorified game of like Gambit Blocker Tetris look like. I I, I don't know. Maybe this could happen when they shut off. Maybe if they do the weekend event idea that somebody had. For this weekend, we're doing, you know, the Drifters, Drifters Gentleman's Agreement. No invasion. But while the invasion portal is active, you can't jump through it and invade. But while it's active... If you are banking moats during that time, maybe you're sending double the blockers or something. Like, hit 25 strategically, right? So you get to like 20, and you're like, all right, we're going to hit 25. I bank my five. Boom, 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 boom. Everybody else bank. So that you're getting your banks while the portal's open, right? So it's like, You'd be strategic, right? You're like, well, once we open the portal, the portal's only open for like 15 seconds and then it closes just during this event, just during this event. The portal's going to close in 15 seconds. So when we hit 25, we want to have a bunch of moats ready to be banked to send over double the blockers. Again, whenever we outline ideas like this, the biggest problem you're going to run into is solo queuing. That would be a freaking nightmare. You go against an organized team that's doing that, they hit 25 and then they send over a bunch of extra blockers on top of their normal blockers and you're sitting there with a bunch of randos that are like why are you standing on the platform waiting like what the frick are you doing you know what I'm saying uh mixed nuts gaming can you explain why invaders have no threat from ads when they invade I don't see this as a pain point in the discussions with all the buffs they get and they can't just stand in the middle of the boss of the ads and hide at no risk with every other advantage they get as they are guardians after all well when they go over they're actually like in sort of a they're all black and they look different right um the only reason i think you have to do this is is it would be it would be virtually impossible you're already in a 1v4 situation and then randomly you could invade and have a bunch of ads immediately aggro and shoot you i just don't think that would work 
Um, Guayra with five months total. Thank you. Gunter Chaos with a brand new Prime sub. I'm sorry I missed that. Gunter, thank you for using your Prime sub here. Guys, if you have a Prime sub or you like subbing to streamers, I'm going to run an experiment until September the 12th for the next month. If you sub to my channel, you will not see ads when you're here. You will not see ads. It's It's been a point of frustration for a lot of people, and I'm trying to see if I can't give you a better viewing experience. I can't do no ads for everybody. I can only do it for subs. I am losing money doing this, but I'm trying to give you guys a better viewing experience. Dark skills. Would the relics that you're take talking about be new ones or maybe some of the ones already in the game? Hive Swords, Valkyries, Taken Essence? I mean, you could obviously take inspiration from things that are already in the game, yes. Like, what if the explosive relic was like the one from Templar? You know, that'd be pretty cool. You could use it to block, but you could also use it to, like, jump in the air and, like, boom, and, like, launch some crazy, you know, rocket across the way. Um, you know. So, I it's, I would say, I would say they don't need to use existing ones, but, I mean, a hive sword, sure. They could do a hive sword, but again, if you're going to do a melee one, you really got to make me a tank or I'm never going to get close to anybody. The Hefe. Expanding on the idea of moats, for heavy ammo, what do you think about having to deposit moats into the portal to turn it on instead of trying tying it to moats in the back? Oh, 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 depositing to turn the portal on. Somebody already suggested this a little bit ago. It was Dan, you know, saying, "Well, what if it what if it costs moats to invade? Um, what if it costs moats to invade?" I don't necessarily know if that's going to really change anything. Again. If you make it cost too much, you're getting rid of invasion almost de facto because people are just going to bum rush, you know, summoning the primeval. If you make it really, really cheap, then people are just going to do it and it's the same thing. It's still a lot of passive power for invasion. JJ Saxon. Thoughts on diminishing returns on invades. What if each invade after the opposing team's primeval is summoned is reduced from 30 seconds to 25 seconds is capped at 20? I hesitate from capping at 15 because it feels too punishing and a lot of the time may be consumed by just looking for the opposing team. Oh, 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 so you're saying the amount of time I'm over there is getting shorter each time. This will reward the summoning team and block the trailing team from spamming invades. Ruining synergy. I mean, okay, let me, let me, I'm going to tell you a little story. Story time with Lono here. When I was solo queuing offline uh, to just get some of my Solstice armor done, I was doing just that. I played a game of Primeval um, of Gambit Prime for some reason. Or it was Normal Gambit. I actually did it in two different games. One was Prime and one was Normal Gambit. And I knew we were going to lose, right? I knew we were going to lose. And what I did was I invaded every opportunity I could. It was like invade and I would kill some people. And I would just kind of hang out, and then I would I would go back, and then I would just literally I that's what I did. I was like, we're gonna lose. My team's terrible. We haven't even summoned our primeval yet. We're way behind. We had a couple of big losses. A couple of guys lost. You know, they had 15 moats, and they you know they lost all their moats. So I'm just gonna sit here and just keep invading. All I managed to do was I extended the game by probably a solid minute or more. And I was just a freaking nuisance. And we, they still won. When it was time to melt, it was absurd. Because by the time it was time to melt, I mean, they had so many stacks. I was just being obnoxious. I was literally, it was 
it's it's legitimate griefing. It's allowed, right? It's in the game. I'm not camping a spawn point or something. I'm not doing something that is scummy. But I'm like, I was basically griefing. I was like, well, we're gonna lose, so I might as well annoy this team and drag it on, um, you know, drag it out. Now, when that was happening, it wasn't like me doing that suddenly enabled us to come back and win because we were just so far behind. It was just not, it just wasn't going to happen. So, you know, diminishing returns on invades might be nice, you know. You're never behind in Prime. I've seen Primeval versus Zero Motes and the other team came back. I mean, things that are way outside of the bell curve and random like that are not normative, though. I thought it was free. Like, it's just not normative. The day-to-day garden variety gambit experience is not, dude. We had no moats. We came all the way back. That's 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 really really not normal. That's an abnormal experience. It doesn't. I'm not saying you can't come back. I'm saying there are times where you can just tell this team is bad. They don't know what they're doing. They're not banking. They're slow. They're losing moats to ads. They're dying to ads. You know what I'm saying? Like you know. You know when you're not coming back. You can just tell. You can get a read of the team. And to the point that I went over and was just getting kills every time just to be a nuisance and we still didn't come back as proof of what I'm saying. Sometimes the team just ain't coming back, you know. It's definitely not the norm. Did that this weekend. Took a lot of work, but not the norm. You're sweating your absolute balls off on some of those comebacks. I'm not saying it can happen. What I'm saying is the normal, you know, day-to-day, this is what you get to experience in Destiny, Gambit, or Gambit Prime, is not what is not big comebacks. So. Invaders are not the problem, says Zap, says, but how powerful invading is. Invaders shouldn't get wall hacks and overshield and power ammo. If you ask me, wall hack mechanics in Destiny should be removed completely. It's tough, man. It's a 1v4. If you take away too much, all of a sudden the invader literally can't do anything. Eligible wall. How about only two invades early on before primeval and they get health-based, but once you use the invade based on health, you can't get another invade. Like, at 50% health, you get an invade, and if you kill and they get to 50% again, you don't get to invade. I mean, we we need to do a video where I collate all of our ideas because I do think there's something they could do with boss threat, like boss health threshold. I think if you break the boss's health into the three bars, and I destroy that first bar, he goes immune, and now we have to satisfy a mechanic. And in satisfying that mechanic, we he comes unimmune. Now, once we do that, once we lock in his health at 66%, you can't heal him past that as an invader. You can come over and maybe be a nuisance, but you can't heal him past 66. We've locked that in. It's like, who wants to be a millionaire, right? We've locked in how much we've done. And you could do something like that. Like, you can't really invade until they've gotten him below half health. Here's the dilemma. If you can melt bosses as fast as you can now, obviously taking a chunk of one-third of the health is almost guaranteed. It's not difficult. Now, the difference would be is you're spacing out damage, so it might be difficult for that last and final third because you've spent a lot of your heavy and supers on the first two, and if you're not giving us absurd stacks of Primeval Slayer, it's all about intelligence, strategy, timing, blah, 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 blah. 
so that last final bar would become the true battleground first one no problem you take off that first chunk most people do that no big deal they blow their supers and heavy now an organized team might be smart about it and some of you use your supers and heavy and some of you don't so you're kind of feeding each other a little bit right so then when you're working on the second one the second health bar that's a little bit slower maybe that's when invasions start and that's when you can start combating the other team and healing their primeval keeping them from just melting then when you get to the last one if you're not giving us absurd stacks of primeval slayer and people are running low on heavy ammo and supers it becomes a little bit more of a tug of war you've still got to trickle in heavy ammo or something because if not it's going to be a boring kinetic trickle fest where if you get lucky and power ammo drops based off of your armor or something that would dictate the winner but you can see how a changing of the boss fight and the invasion mechanic during the boss fight could create a little bit more of a back and forth that's intense but not annoying that's a hard line I, I, I truly think I truly think it's a difficult line for Bungie to balance how do you make the primeval fight intense without being annoying because invasion is absurdly annoying especially in prime it is so annoying we got to the point where we were just bum rushing the envoys and just waiting and letting him come over and get kills we didn't care we're like we're just gonna melt on stack three yeah come over get your kills cool bye all right we all respawn okay here's the next set of envoys kill all the envoys cool oh no here comes the big scary invader. We're not doing any damage. Cool, man. Come on over. We'll team shot you. You know, sometimes we were just like, if he got one or two of us, I'd be like, yeah, just let him kill us. It'll get him out of here. We can jump to the next envoys quicker. Then when it's time to melt, you kill two envoys, save that one. Don't kill it. Don't do anything. Here comes the invader. Kill him or wait for the 30 seconds to be up. Now it's time to kill the envoy and melt with no opportunity for them to invade right like we were doing that and it was just like even when we were winning i was like man invasion invading is such a nuisance this is just annoying you know get out of here you're just annoying we're winning (laughs) we're winning we're about to hit stack three and you just now summoned like just just stop it stop it you're embarrassing yourself you know what i mean it's just like get out of here ecal the great follow up to my question about team-based gambit as you said in the tournament, it was so easy to melt a boss and invasion wasn't a problem. Doesn't this show there are bigger issues in invasion? Should Prime be balanced against pros and, uh, and normals just to be casual? Well, you gotta understand something. If I'm admitting invasion is a problem during the boss fight, you're, you're ignoring how, inv- how influential invasion is during the grind. First of 25 is the single greatest piece of influence over Gambit. First of 25 is insanely influential to say it's not is completely and utterly ignorant like it is the single greatest influencer of matches first to 25 first to invade is massively influential and they've made it more influential with moat drain in prime and locking with the with the 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 armor set they've made first to invade even more influential so it, it goes from mattering a ton to if you're in the lead, invasion just becomes a nuisance. It's like a pesky fly at your picnic. It's like, get the frick out of here. Like, you know the fly isn't going to have the ability to consume your meal and eat it, so your food is not in threat. You're just annoyed by the fly. Get the frick out of here. Stop it, right? You go back to eating. That's what the prime 
fight his life. So get, get, get out of here. Stop with your stupid hammerhead. Jeez. And then you finally get to, to stack three and melt. <laughs> it's like, you know? Legend of Phoenix. How do you feel about the role-based queue system? Similar to something like League. Pick your role and get matched. Too small a player pool to do that. Matchmaking would take forever. I love where your head's at, but it wouldn't it wouldn't work. It would slow down matchmaking. Uh, 18 months from Eggnarts. A year and a half. Welcome back. I'm Red Baron. What about separating PvE and PvP? If the PvE part banking mokes gives you a certain buff against the boss, at a certain point you get teleported into this PvP arena playing Clash without Heavy. The more kills you get, the more of another buff you get against the boss. Oh, you're saying literally separate it so there's like a a banking section and then there is like a fighting section. I don't know because what's the difference between you you guys killing all your ads in banking and we kill all our ads in bank and nobody can disrupt and then we go into like a bot and we go into like a fight how long does that fight last is it literally like uh you get one life face off or something i don't know and then once it's over what happened in there influences the flow of the game this doesn't seem like the right move this seems like a giant giant change to the game mode that i don't necessarily know if it would make it any better archangel sticks maybe send the invader to a sort of ascendant realm where they've got to complete a parkour course or a maze or collect energy or something that tells the other team that they should send someone over to deal with the invader by either killing him or blocking by other means I had a similar idea where what if he came over and he looked all takenified and you couldn't kill him and he couldn't kill you and he had to find a random like ball a random ball spawn so let's imagine he spawns up at um, over at the drill and he's got to get over to the steps to get this ball right now he could use the teleporter and get over there really fast and once he gets the ball, his goal is to slam that ball on your bank. And when he does, he steals so many moats. And maybe if he does it with so much of his health or with so much time, he ba- he steals more of your moats. You know, if he does it with so many seconds left, he steals 10 moats. You know, or maybe not steals, maybe just it takes moats away, right? Now, while he's doing this, you can slow him down by shooting him. So you have a choice to make as a team. Do you designate somebody to try to shoot him to slow him down? So even if he does slam the ball and only steals like four or five moats, or, or you know, not steal, but like you lose them, right? Or do you just ignore him? Or do you all team shot him and completely invalidate the invasion? Well, if you all team shot him and invalidate the invasion, you're slowing yourself down. You're not getting moats. You're not making progress on moat collection and moat banking. So there's still invasion, but there's no combat. Now, a lot of people hear this idea and they're like, Lono, that's not Gambit. Invasion's part of the identity of Gambit. I tend to agree with them, but I also think there's room to experiment here and think through, you know limit maybe the invader can do two things if he kills one player then maybe that happens right maybe that's what happens is he kills the invader and when he kills the we I mean, he invades and gets a kill maybe he's able to you know maybe he's able to like go through and then do the thing i just talked about if you just got an ad i'll check the setting to make sure it didn't revert again but it, you guys should not be getting ads as subs um Again, 
I I understand that people do not want the, the the total identity of the game completely turned on its head. They don't want to suddenly be playing Gambit. Yeah, ad-free viewing is now unchecked on my channel. That's awesome. It's it it's now unchecked. <laughs> so it's like it saved it it saved it back as checked and then unsaved it checked. And now I, it's doing that thing where it's just con- consistently checking and rechecking itself. What an absolute joke of a UI. Um, so, you know, I like the idea of changing the nature of invasion, but I think a lot of the times the, the risk the risk is is that you really hurt the identity of you hurt the identity of the game mode. It's it needs to kind of keep that to, you know, kind of like play itself. So, We lost Jimmy. What about a 10 second announcement timer when an invader enters the portal to arriving in your game? So it gives people a chance to bank moats. If the team coordinates and sends blockers just before, <coughs> excuse me, then I think that's fair. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, like a 10 second timer, I, I mean, th- 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 I think everybody would just bank and then what would invading accomplish? Like, what does invading accomplish at that point? If you're... If you have a 10 seconds to, like, finish up what you're doing and then go bank, you know? I don't know. It's There's also the cue at the top of the screen that makes it very, very clear what's going on. Uh, Severed Edge, Sever Edge says, What if Gambit Prime, with the coming of 2.0, had more of an Overwatch style system for roles where you pick your roles instead of having armor and you can see that role or choose pregame area to let you repick your role on death again I, I, I think that the, the, the real danger here is is that you're basically going into this the, you're, you're attempting to create something very complex and I understand where your head's at. I think the reason that works in Overwatch is because you're that you're going into Overwatch with that as your mindset. That's your mindset. You're going into Overwatch with that as your mindset. I think I got no ads for subs turned back on. I think because you're going into you're going into Overwatch and like that is you get it. Like that's the thing that you're gonna do. That that is what you're gonna do. You're picking roles. I mean. Gambit and Destiny and all that is really not like that. So it's I think it's very very difficult to um, it's very very difficult to suddenly shove that into Destiny. I would I don't know. Ashen Hollow. All the complaints from Invasion seem to stem from the fact that it's just a rich get richer mechanic. Do we need a better catch up mechanic other than HVTs, mini HVTs, a chance to get more emotes? Uh, Big Tibbs did an 18-month resub a little bit ago, and as high as I am, just gifted five subs of the community. You guys might want to check the Twitch chat. I am not going to fiddle with this feature anymore. If I can get it back to where you guys' subs don't get ads, I'm never touching it again because it is so hard to get this to save. I've refreshed multiple times now, and it's been checked, unchecked, checked, unchecked, just on me refreshing. So I'm going to see if I can't get the feature reinstituted. 
uh, Bower Sox. What if the other team is notified when the portal is activated and they get a chance to close the portal before you invade? We kind of just had this idea with somebody saying, you know, you get 10 seconds of warning um, and now it's unchecked on a refresh. Um, We just kind of had this idea. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right call either. So... Void Pill. What if invaders were unable to use heavy and supers, but gain twice the overshield they have currently and they don't appear on radar? Maybe add a roughly two-second immunity shield upon invasion? Again, I don't necessarily think you're fixing invasion when you do this. All you're actually doing is is just everybody would pivot to snipers. Um, I mean, twice the overshield? Can you imagine trying to trade shots with somebody who has twice the current overshield of the current system? Like... I don't know. Ness. uh, Ness says, To make invading more punishing, what if the invader gets killed it causes the team to lose 50% of its bank modes? I mean, that's way too punishing. That is way too punishing. I would say no to this. Uh, I, I I would say no. Um... I, I, that's 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 way too punishing. 50%? So if they have like 40, they go all the way back down to 20, all you gotta do is kill the invader? I don't think so. The unemployed. What if the portal randomly generated at different spots and you only had a certain amount of time to use it or it's gone? Um, okay, what if the portal randomly generated at different spots and you had a certain time to use it or it's gone? It would negate people waiting for the portal, but the whole game mode needs tweaking. I don't know if you want to do this either. This feels like really, really strange. This feels really, really odd. You're basically saying, you know, that's that's kind of, that's like really RNG based. Where it ends up, who's closest to it, like, you might not be ready, you might run into it by accident, I don't know. I mean, they would have to maybe designate and say where it was going to be, so you have like five seconds to kind of get out of the way. I I would be afraid of going by accident. That wouldn't be super often, but still. Mythological uh, figure. Why not limit the number of invasions per team and change it so that the only only the trailing team can invade? I think this would convert invading into from a stop mechanic to a catch-up mechanic. Here's the thing. I don't like catch-up mechanics. I don't like catch-up mechanics. I don't like the idea that if you're playing poorly, we're going to help you. We don't need spiny shells in Destiny, okay? We don't need spiny shells, dude. We don't. We do not need spiny shells in Destiny. Play smart or rally, you know, rally your troops. Now, HVTs, things like that, you know, try to get a couple of things like rubber banding and ketchup mechanics, I just don't think are the right the right choice. I really don't think they're the right choice. Oh, you're behind? Yeah, now you can invade and steal moats. Oh, now they're behind. Now they can invade and steal moats. Like that just seems like it would be like this. It would be like boomerang like this. It would be like that you know that thing you set on your desk where the balls are like tick, 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 tick. Like that feels like that would be almost the result of a lot of matches. Is that's what ultimately would happen. Iron Silver. Sorry if this has been asked, but what if the primevals had more mechanics? Like the meatball. Yeah, we, I outlined that at the end of the talk. I think, you know, something with every so much health gets locked in not really doing primeval slayer so it's more of a back and forth because there would need to be opportunities for people to actually heal you know by getting kills 
Dan the New. What if the invader can shoot the bank so people have to defend it so they can't just hide? Damage drops moats on grind uh, on ground which disappear after a normal amount of time. This would make blockers matter more during invasion. It would also make sentry more important. This is the first time I've heard an idea like this. Like I'm shooting the bank and moats are coming out of it. Who can pick up the moats on the ground? Me as as the invader or the guys that like they could go and be like, oh, pick them up, pick them up. You know, I don't know. I see potential here, like damage to the damage to the, the bank. Um, and then there's like moats on the ground. I think there's potential there. You're basically taking my idea of slamming a ball on the bank and taking and having moats get, you know, knocked out of it. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I think I got no ads for subs saved. I think what's happening... I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys my theory uh, in a moment on what, what I think is going on. Um, Pistol Pete. What if invasions have a shorter time? Say 10 or 15 seconds to start. Each kill extends it by 5 seconds up to a max of 30. If you invade, invaded well and got kills, you could have a little more time. It also doesn't totally stop the team from being invaded from making progress. I don't necessarily disagree. 29 months from Silver Subaru. Thank you, Silver Subaru. I don't disagree with your intention here. I see where your head's at. You're like, why don't we motivate aggression? Why don't we motivate the invader to be aggressive and to like, and you know, you got to get in there and get it done or you're going to get pulled out, you know? You got to get in there and have a good invader. You're going to run out of time. I don't necessarily disagree with you, the spirit of what you're saying. I just wonder how difficult it would be. How many people are invading and getting a kill within 15 seconds anyway with Truth or whatever the frick or a sniper? They're probably already doing that. So I don't necessarily know if this would fix the problem of I go over, I lock your bank, even if I don't lock your bank, I slow you down, you gotta stop what you're doing, and I get a kill, you know. It'd be easy to hire for 15 seconds. But if you're hiding for 15 seconds and I can't find you as the invader, while you're hiding for 15 seconds, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing and my team's getting ready to do next invade. They're racing to 50. As soon as you slam that 25 in and I come over and you all decide to hide, I don't think that works in your favor. I think that works against you. I think you're slowing yourself down a lot by just hiding. Kelly Green. Are we making this too complicated? Invasion's too frequent and too influential. Why not double invasion cooldown, cut moat loss and boss healing in half? I mean, you're basically just saying turn down their knobs, which could do it. I don't know. Uh, Audexity with two months of subs. Welcome back. And 14 months from Al Norris. Finally logged back in. Wanted to keep my support on my favorite streamer. Thank you. I mean, you definitely could. You definitely, I think, could just say, hey, let's simplify this. Why don't we just simplify this? Let's just let's just tone down the knobs here. You know, you're not over as often. When you kill somebody, they only lose half the moats in their in their in what that they're holding, and you don't heal the boss as much. I don't know. Maybe we should just be keeping it simple, stupid. You know, young B. Hey Lono, what if a team that is being invaded gets a multiplier of moats depending on the amount of kills the invader gets, and when they invade during primeval, it speeds up Slayer buff depending on the amount of kills they get. So you're trying to give more power to invasion? So if a team that... Oh, the team that is being invaded gets a multiplier. Multiplier. Depending on the amount of kills. 
Oh, so if they come over and they kill two of us, we lose moats, but then we get a multiplier to help us kind of maybe catch back up. I mean, I don't know about that. I I think an easier solution would be to say you die and you only lose half the moats you're carrying. You're carrying 10, you lose 5. You respawn and you've still got 5 in your inventory, right? I think that's a little bit easier than what you're saying. What you're saying seems really convoluted and complicated. Like, oh, we died, but now we have a multiplier. Like, I think it might be easier just to be like, yeah, when you die, you lose half the moats you're carrying. You know? That'd be that'd be a little bit... Because then if he kills two people, and you had 10, and I had 12, we lost 11 moats. That's gonna slow us down. We're also dead and have to wait to respawn, right? That's, that's invasion slowing the other team down not completely decimating then not completely decimating them gaming forte what if you invade first at 25 modes and don't get a kill or you're killed before you get a kill this would immediately open up for invasion portal of the defending team to fight back i don't yeah no i don't think this solves a problem <clears throat> this doesn't solve the problem of invasion being too influential you can still just come over as the invader and hide and play passive and still slow the other team down significantly dark skills I feel like the fact that there is isn't one solution for Gambit proves that it needs to be taken out for a complete rework. Do you really think people, a minority mind you, would miss Gambit that much if it went away for a while? I don't know, brother. I don't know how many people are logging in and just playing Gambit. I truly don't. I do not know how many people are saying, hey, only thing I want to do is Gambit. And if they take it out, I'm going to be pretty ticked. Um, the One of the things is... I don't know. I would say that you have a greater, you, you really, really have a greater risk, even if just from the public perception, you, there, I think there's a lot of risk in just taking something away, right? The people that don't like Gambit aren't playing it right now. They're not. So it's not like taking Gambit away suddenly makes them happier. They're like, yay, I'm enjoying Destiny more now. For all intents and purposes, they could literally be sitting in the background right now completely retooling Gambit, and we have no idea that they're doing it, and then they launch their complete rework in Shadowkeep or a future annual pass piece of content, right? So, I think you risk a lot by looking at whatever number of, you know, 100,000, 150,000 players that each day are like, dude, I'm a, I, I want to get into some Gambit right if that's the case and those people suddenly feel like they have less to do and the public perception the articles the youtube and the blogs and everything is bungie takes gambit out of destiny i that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't bode well they can fix it without taking it out call me rhino could a solution be all invaders come over with one gun one invader gun yeah this is my rel this is the relic idea that we've outlined numerous times uh, somebody in the community suggested the relic idea a long time ago, and I have just been—I have just been championing that idea ever since. Why not invade with a relic? Pick between a sniper relic and explosive relic, or uh, you know, a melee relic, and then the relic gives you different versions of wall hacks and overshields depending on what re- what's required of you. You know, so wristbands what if they had it set up that when you invade your health slowly ticks away like in blind well 
killing a certain guardian would add health back. You think this would prevent the invader from sitting in the back and waiting to get kills? This is a decent suggestion. I don't know if this solves anything, right? Yeah, Scorch Cannon Relic would be hot, wouldn't it? I don't know if this solves anything. And the reason I don't know if this solves anything is because you could, st- I mean, even if you kill him in 20 seconds, 15 seconds, or something like that, that's still a significant amount of influence. And again, a lot of people are probably killing somebody, a good invader, somebody with a sniper, somebody with truth. A lot of those people are probably getting a kill within 15 seconds anyway. They've got 30 seconds. It probably doesn't take them longer than 15 to bag a kill. So. A club. Do you feel the number of invades should be limited once the primeval has been summoned per team? Also removing primeval slayer uh, so people can't just melt primeval in seconds. Regular game at thoughts. I do think it'd be nice if whenever a primeval gets summoned, you get like three invades and that's it. You, you've got to use them smartly. Now, here's what would happen, right? You solo queue, some dingbat just it uses all three invades. He jumps in every time, and he goes over, and he's an idiot. Or he's a troll, and he's trying to throw, and he burns your invades. You know, I, I don't know if that idiot is worth not instituting something that would probably be good for everybody else's, like, the by and large experience, right? Most people wouldn't necessarily find that too troublesome you know oh yeah let's just wait let's make let's make smart plays let's make smart invasions wait till they do some damage and go over we've only got three you know now you're saying get rid of primeval slayer buff i think the slayer buff does add this weird dilemma of like wait long enough and melt but then that creates this sort of oh are they gonna melt when are they gonna melt should we melt now like there is that tension that you kind of there's that unknown I think that's the spirit of the primeval slayer buff you get to a stack of four they're at a stack of three and you're like should we wait so and so's dead I'm wait- I don't have heavy right now I don't know if we wait oh wow they're at stack three and they're already melting somebody go invade you got to think quickly on your feet when that's going on it's just one of those things where it's like I don't I don't know you know wh- wh- what should we do big people choose a role then have to stick with that role again that's not the kind of game that destiny is so if you make somebody pick a role and they have to stick with that role, I think the danger would be that a lot of people in, 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 in just matchmaking just wouldn't really do that. And so the result would be a degradation of the experience for people that don't go in with the full team. It's not trials. If you start treating it like trials, then you're going to really just make it too narrow. It's already not very accessible to the common player, to the matchmade player. Cynical. What if the invader gets killed before he gets a kill or he gets no kills? The invader team gets a few seconds where they cannot damage the boss. You guys are just getting too narrow. Like, this is a super narrow suggestion. I, I just, I don't know what kind of impact this would even have. Um, continuing on the train of thought here, what if the invader had an objective when invading other than killing players? Literally, my idea being fed back to me. Death Breath, two banks, one for invading, one for primeval. You choose what to prioritize with your moats for. Right, so like, if a team is really blitzing to summon their primeval and they're banking all their moats for that, and they're not going to bother invading, your invasion might have less power. Because like, they're at they're at 47 banked moats, 
by the time that you invade or something right because if you're going to do this maybe you have to put more moats in the game more moats in the game to speed that process up right more moats in the game to speed that process up so I am getting double the moats so now what do we do with our moats well if I'm at like 47 moats my team by the time you get your 25 and you come invade you're splitting it right your team's 25 and 25 and we're really close to 50 because we just shoved them all in the primeval bank well I mean your invasions just lost some of its power at most you're going to kill a couple of us maybe drain us maybe take us back down and now we're closer now your primeval bank and our primeval bank are closer but then we rally we do it again we put another close to 50 in there and around that time you're splitting still and you come over to invade we're going to get our primeval out before you I, I feel like nobody would invade maybe the strategy would literally be just to absolutely blitz the primeval because everybody knows how to melt I feel like this would softly push everyone away from invading. If you split your moats between the two, or just absolutely dump for primeval, and you give people the choice between those two things, I think most organized teams are just going to try and summon primeval because they know they can melt. Your Doomslayer. Do you think it would be better if invaders could only see the enemy locations once every 5 to 10 seconds? Okay, so now you're trying to just address wall hacks. Again, we've addressed this. Getting a certain relic that has its its amount of wall hacks in line with like what the relic is would be the way to go. I'm not going to keep revisiting uh, questions we've already answered. Uh, Ness. What if the invader kills a person... Uh, gets a kill. The person he kills loses a percentage of their moats. Literally just outline this idea. I think some of you guys are either just got here, so if I'm glossing over your question, I'm not being mean. We literally just outlined the idea of maybe just have people die and only lose half their moats instead of all their moats. <clears throat> it would still be influential, but not as influential. Dark skills. Follow up to my remove gambit question. At the very least, should Bungie acknowledge the problems in gambit and reduce the requirements? I mean, I don't think they've completely ignored us. I think they've said we're listening, we're accepting feedback on the nature of invasion, the influence of invasion. Like, they've definitely been interacting with the community about it. Wind Obi. Change the point of invading from killing guardians with high moats to taking moats from the bank itself by interacting with it. Very similar to an idea I've already outlined, slamming a ball on it and then they lose moats. Somebody said shooting it to where they can slow you down and shoot you that makes you move slower or they can pick the moats back up or something like that. Then it's more of a distraction. Difficulty here is you invalidate sentry armor sets and invader armor sets. There's got to still be something, a relationship between those two people and roles and armor sets. Dan the Noob. What if Primeval Slayer was per guardian, losing one stack per death? Invasions could be strategized. Um, again, real narrow suggestion that I, I don't know. We're not trying to, like, I'm, I'm going to start glossing over questions like this because this isn't what I'm trying to do with this Q&A. I'm not trying to comb over every teeny suggestion you guys can come up with. We're trying to have a conversation and now you guys are literally just batting cage me. Like, you're just, what about this? What about this? What if they tried this? What if they did this? Like, that's not enjoyable for me. That's not good Q&A. So stop batting cage ideas me because, like, I've made it clear small suggestions like this aren't helpful. We're not going to solve all of Gambit's problems right now. We're trying to get to core issues. So you're like, what if somebody gets 
gets a kill, and then they have to do a backflip. And after they do a backflip, they get an overshield. Then when they have the overshield, they can back up. Like, we're just getting too narrow. We're getting way too narrow right now. We're not going to solve Gambit's problems by buckshotting and batting cage suggesting me right now with Q&A. I've made it clear that's not what I'm wanting to do, and you guys are kind of continuing to do it anyway. So kind of maybe chill with the micro-suggestions. Because they're not questions. You're just doing... That's like your third micro-suggestion. 21 no gaming. I don't think there's too much wrong with either mode, but would a better or higher tier loot pool incentive, much like D1. Well, dude, I'd be a lot more likely to go in if I had a if I had a if I had a a, a bounty system like with Ada, right? If I had a bounty system like I did with Ada, I'd be more likely to be in there pursuing cool guns and cool roles. But there's no system like that. You're just kind of in there like randomly getting stuff. It's like the trials bounties, right? People went into trials knowing they weren't going to go flawless, not really caring. The biggest dilemma if they went that way is you don't want to have people basically going in and working against the spirit of the game just because they're trying to get the bounties done. If you get a bounty, um, if you get a bounty and the bounty is bank moats, kill blockers at least that tells people to go in and do that while they're in gambit every two gambit games it spits out this shotgun they're trying to get kind of like the chalice you would need that system to work in favor and in support of the spirit of gambit and not against it it's kind of like oh you need 10 games of gambit and nothing else for solstice so people go in and they afk people go in and they throw why because you've given them a goal that has nothing to do with Gambit. Their goal is complete Gambit games. So what are they going to do? They're going to finish Gambit games as quickly as possible, which is AFK macro or throw. Throwing is the is the quickest way, right? Well, just let them win. They summon first. Just let them kill it. You know, let them kill the let them win the second round. They already won round one. Maybe you could only invade if you're positive on the moat deposit. I, again, I'm just glossing over narrow suggestions. What if more moats you are carrying gives you a buff towards invaders so you don't have to hide? We've gotten this suggestion before. Like, if I have 15 moats, I'm, I do more damage to the invader um, as, like a, as like a counteract. Again, this is a micro-suggestion that isn't going to solve anything because they're just going to shoot you with truth or hammerhead. You're, it's really difficult. Now, you're, what, if you, what if you're tanky? Again, I don't know the outlier. Like, what's going to happen if you suddenly are carrying 15 moats and you're just as tanky as the invader? Is that is that fair? I don't know. I don't know if that's fair. We're trying to, as Kelly Green said a little bit ago, we're just trying to turn down the knobs on the influence of invader. And this is super, super potentially more problematic than it's actually going to solve problems. Like, it might create more problems. Uh, oh, wrong mouse. Eknor. Continuing the conversation, what if invasion kills drain motes from the bank, not guardian drop emotes? A primary kill drains 15, special 10, power 5, also 3. Okay, okay, this isn't a bad solution. Uh, this isn't a bad suggestion. So if I have 15 motes, what happens to those motes though? If I die from ads, I drop the motes on the ground. If I die from the invader, you want them to code that differently so I don't lose any ad, I don't lose any motes. You're just draining motes instead. That would require them to completely recode how it works. Um 
part of me is okay with this because I would say overall, when you die, not losing moats might be fair, right? If you, because you get these potatoes that are trying to get 15 and they keep dying and dropping moats in the ground. It's really easy to throw. You pick up all the moats and you jump off, right? And I guess they could never bank, but eventually they'd get to 15 and they wouldn't be able to throw anymore. So if you die and you don't lose any moats because you got killed by an ad, somebody just sort of like respawn you or whatever, that might help too. And then when invaders come over and kill you, you don't lose any moats. You just have to respawn. That slows you down. You're out of the game for a while. You can't do anything, like, right? And then as Eknor is saying, depending on what they use, you lose you lose moats from your bank. Now you might have to swing a little bit harder because like people needing to kill with primary and getting 15 you know ah people might do it I don't know that's a lot that's a lot no moat loss increase increase respawn counter yeah Th- this is not a bad suggestion this doesn't feel like a micro suggestion this feels like a macro suggestion you're trying to change the flow of like moat economy and this is not a bad idea at all this isn't like a super narrow solution this might influence moat economy to not be so punishing Cabra, what do you think is the biggest problem in Gambit, and how do you think Bungie should fix it? Not, we've been talking about it all day, and not answering. E. Cal the Great, how do you think Gambit will change with Armor 2.0? Everything will bring their strongest setup, enhance anything. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna work because if you get Armor 2.0, are you gonna be able to get Armor 2.0 Gambit armor that has those perks? I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna work. Mike Quad, do you think people will be upset when their Gambit armor doesn't get the armor 2.0? Yeah, I mean, just like the last question, we don't know how this is going to work. They could do all new, brand new Gambit Prime sets that have different perks that are maybe less influential because they're 2.0. Ecow. What other quality of life changes would you like to see? Personally, I want to know the race we're fighting a bit earlier to sort my loadout. I don't know what you mean by that. Um, And please don't resubmit that question and rephrase it. I'm not interested in getting into any more of quality of life gambit changes do not resubmit that question please ness we've literally been talking for an hour and a half about ways to fix gambit and you're like trying to ask me is there anything else no so please don't resubmit and rephrase ness your topic is pve only gambit what incentive would there be to running gambit compared to the rest of the game ultimately in my talk i said i don't think pve only gambit's a good solution it would siphon too many players from regular gambit it shouldn't be instituted and i argued why which probably surprised a lot of people because i would probably play pve only gambit slayer x Want to turn down the invasion? Make it so the invader needs to bank moats and the portal needed to invade. Already had the suggestion today. Kelly Green, what do you think about the role of skill matchmaking in Gambit? I don't think I would fix it. I think that really, really slows down matchmaking and really, really hurts the playlist. Taggy, there should be an invader denied mechanic to promote aggressive play towards the invader instead of running and hiding. Possibly bonus slayer or bonus or temporary buff. So you're saying an, an invader denied mechanic not getting a single kill oh 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 a lot of people made this suggestion if you don't get kills stuff like that you know there should be punishment or something again i think it's just too narrow i think it'd be better to say here's what the invader can do let's make it a little less effective thank you uh navy penguin for 40 months of subs here to support the no ad day. Thank you. Al Norris with uh, 14 months of subs 20 minutes ago. I think I might have missed Al Norris. And then Pink Floyd with 18. Welcome back. Vlef, 
Going off another suggestion, what if killing guardians didn't force them to lose moats, but instead spawn blockers instead? Not dealing with micro suggestions. Uh, what do you think about Well of Radiance sword health being lowered? Not addressing that, not, not, not what we're talking about. What about a location that appears when the invader invades that grants the invader team a buff? Oh, it's so like gives us a place to go stand. Again, micro suggestion. I'm closing Q&A because you guys are just doing this. You're just buckshotting micro suggestions, which is fine. We can do that in normal chat, but Q&A, I don't like getting into the batting cages where literally you're all just doing it now and then we're done. Like, it's not good for Q&A. It's not good for an hour and a half Q&A session to devolve into this. So I'm chopping it. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, probably catch me live right now. If you're here live, we're going to keep streaming. Don't go anywhere. Also, click the follow button. That's a free way to support. As always, Please like, share, and subscribe.